Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more. Train fair, but we ain't paying here. Want us to do the dirty work in the neighborhood? Then when it's all cleaned up, guess who's staying there? They want the paper and the plastic. Couldn't plaster up these walls fast enough to stop the roaches and the rat shit. Actually got places where there's still no hot water, no clean water, or no sort of order. What we supposed to tell our sons and our daughters? What we fought for to let a bigot stop us is not what we taught y'all. So for now, you're forewarned. Just move on and forward. Let nothing hold you back. Just do that, Capernaum. Naked, oh lord, he's going overboard Trying to make it by the flag You know it's so much more Love who you wanna love, there's no limit involved If you ever felt the limits, then listen This is for y'all, for all, it's time to Time raise a fist high for the people It's the same we gotta fight to be equal Time is now, the time is now to be free Are you ready for revolution? Time to raise a fist high for the people It's the same we gotta fight to be equal Yes, peace and blessings. One man. love, everybody. Sound Bites International Radio. We in here. We in here. Black consciousness is the claim. One, One world, world is the aim. aim. So you know how we do every Sunday night. You know, um, having a conversation with the, with Earth's people, the diasporic peoples. Um, all about the healing and restructuring of our landscape so that we can, um, you know, better this human society and human condition that we're living in, right? Spirits having a human experience. That's what, that's what we are here doing today. Spirits having a human experience. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm Hasir Kha and to my right is... Nefera too, my auntie Ra. Boom, hit it with the whole, you know, Razor Ramon situation. Um, yeah, so we're here, it's Sunday night, if you're just tuning in. Um, join the conversation. Please share the video. We're gonna talk about a few things that's um that we're working through as a, as a people. You know what I mean? Like you know, a lot of news this week, past week. Um, new developments that we've been seeing coming out. So um, we're gonna get into those. So what, what was? What, I mean, 
We can first, I guess, talk about the uh, whole Popeye situation. <laughs> One love, everybody. You are indeed beautiful as well. But not on YouTube yet. I mean, yeah, we are, but, you know, details. not going live yet on YouTube. But we will be pretty soon. All the content will be up there. It's a process. Bear with us, sister. We appreciate you, sister Keely, coming Thank in. Thank you so much. Um, please share the video. Keely. Join in the conversation. Please share the video. Share the video so you can have people look at it. Invite people into the conversation. (laughs) It's a a community affair. Yeah. Yeah, Brooke, I know. That's that's, that's how you're feeling right now. This this chicken debacle. Um, Uh (laughs) That's what I'm going to call it. Um, So so in case case you've been under a rock, um, so apparently there's been a whole chicken beef, which is pretty hilarious to just even say, um, (laughs) with... I guess all the fast food restaurants, um, and then it can't just boil down to Popeyes and Chick Fil A, which you know both have had their issues for some time. But apparently, Popeyes is a new chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. and um, people have been going like knucking futs about it. And you know, it just, and one of the things that that was came out recently that was interesting that kind of piqued my interest more so about the situation. Uh, it wasn't even so much the chicken. It's like okay, if people want chicken, then I'm gonna flock the chicken, I guess, because you know chicken's good. Um, but one of the things that's really sparked my, gave me pause about the situation was, was, um, there was what, $25 million in worth of advertising revenue based on the mentions and things like that, how much people have been yeah, talking about it. Um, yeah. And it's just been kind of, oh, you got the situation with Instagram. Yeah, like, what's up, Instagram people? Um, Instagram fam. <laughs> you know, and, and it just got me paused. I was like, man, that's, that's pretty crazy because, um, when we constantly talk about um, economic shifts and like what we can do to be better in the black community, um, to, to to be greater, um, mm-hmm. and to build our economic standing again, because we, we we did it at one time in our in our history, in our recent history, just two seconds ago. Right. Um, you know, and granted, we met we've been we were met with much protests, you know, you know, burnings and just des- des- destroying communities from the the, the uh, oppressive forces. Um, just for trying to be economically stable, and and I looked at it and I was just like, man, that's pretty crazy that you know, when you look at revenue and marketing and like what the value of the black dollar, um, which corporations and big business have always seen the value of the black dollar Absolutely. very much. So when you think about Christmas, when you think about Black Friday, Absolutely. a lot of times like how how important they the black dollar has us. become. They, they market mar- specifically directly to us. To us. Yes. Um, and you think about that, and then also like you know the types of uh, like fast food and stuff that's accessible to us, the type of food stuffs that's accessible to us, and, yes. and especially when we're um, in close proximity in, in, in low-income communities mm-hmm. as well, um, what's being pushed to us. And, you know, we, we what is it, like $3 trillion in, in yearly? Annual. Annually that we, that we push into commerce, that we push into um, mainstream. That we push out of our community. Uh, that's not going into our communities, right? It's going outside of our community um, and serving other communities. Mm-hmm. Um, of individuals who, one, right. don't really see you oftentimes as human beings. No. Okay? You are specifically a dollar sign. Peace, sister, now. Uh, thank you for coming And through. that's an issue. You're right. And um, the intention as to what are you doing with your money. It, it, yeah. it, 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 we may want to look at what are we doing with our money. Like, yeah, and why are we sharing our dollars. capital with people who don't respect us? Right. Why are we doing this? Because no one is forcing us to do this. We are doing this on our own accord. So there's a lot to, to be said about um, 
you know, and I, I we could look at there was a book called by, by Tim Burrell, Brainwashed. Mm. Um, and his book, Brainwashed, he talks about his marketing firm when he decided to bring to the table and say, you know, and, and it was a kind of catch 22. Yeah, it was good that they were marketing to people of color because there was into what Tim Burrell did was he created a segue from McDonald's to speak and other market and other companies, huge companies to look at a market that they were ignoring. Right. Um, that didn't really help us in the long run because right. one, we've taught them how to connect with our people and taught them how to exploit our people. Right. So that's where we are with it. And that doesn't really work, but now we're here. And the thing, the thing for me that just is, it gets to be disheartening, and it's kind of like, all right, whatever. You know, it gets to be frustrating, especially when, we, when you want to have these conversations, you want to do your best mm -hmm. to be with the Earth's people around these conversations, because we realize healing is not easy from what we've gone through traumatically, epigenetically. Right. It's not easy. And by and large, on the prevalent landscape, we're not really talking about this in the way that we should. Right. Because um, if we were, then we would see the residuals of that happening within our communities on, along along the landscape. Right. Um, so what, what's disheartening to me, and it's kind of like, you know, it, at this point, I'm not going to lie, sometimes I want to like just, I'm just like whatever, and it almost makes me feel jaded. I know I can't. But it's um, when, you know, people try to make excuses for it. Oh, well, they're having fun. Don't be a downer. Da, da, da. They're having fun yeah, until well, someone. That's foolishness. That's foolishness until like you got these overworked workers that don't get paid enough on these jobs anyway to pump out chickens. Um, I mean, not actual chickens, but you know what I mean? Like they're pumping chickens. out this work. Mm -hmm. And more than likely, especially in certain communities, call it, call it spade a spade, they're not dealing with the best um, customer yeah, interactions and then in turn not giving it back because they're frustrated so you you all you're dealing with is like yeah okay they've got these, these Popeyes is making revenue because people want to put money into Popeyes or was it restaurant brand international the parent company um, that doesn't have any black hands on it mm -hmm. um, African hands on it but these but these workers are, these workers by and large a lot of us uh, mm -hmm. a, a lot of them are us so I see those in our community in those communities a lot of them are us well, this, and, there's and, a workforce conversation right, in there as well. Right. There's, and then, no, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Finish. No, there's a workforce conversation in there too as well. They, they have us as the front facing. Right. Because um, we're talking to our people, but we're not actually invested into the, into the corporation. Yes. We don't actually receive the biggest bang for the buck. No. We peddle, which is what I constantly, I, I post every now and again. I would never give my brother a rock that he should stumble. Right. Um, first of all, yeah, we got to make our coins, but that's because we we choose to submit to be a part of a system that mm. oppresses. Mm. So since we choose to participate in this system, there are a whole lot of kind of things that happen. Like, oh, we gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do, you gotta get yours, you right. gotta make it happen. Like when you have those kinds of languages that come in, you've already accepted a subordinate posture, and you've already accepted to participate in a system that is inequitable. And right. you don't, you're not thinking in a way to create new opportunities. So they have us as a people front facing our own people, selling garbage to our people. And we talked last week, uh, the week before last about food. Once it leaves your mouth, if it doesn't help your body, it hinders. Right. It only has a, a sensation of, um, the dopamine boost, the pleasure, the pleasure center, center yeah. while it's in your mouth, once it leaves your mouth, it goes into your body and it is destructive. Right. And the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, which is a government entity, said that this is okay. But right. when you walk in around and you go into communities, you don't see this in communities 
of other individuals, the individuals whose medium income is higher than, say, underserved and underprivileged communities. Mm-hmm. Their medium income, when you start going into $100,000, $200,000 communities, you don't find a Popeyes right. at all. Not right. a single one. You might find a Gristides. You'll find a Gristides. <laughs> you will not find a Popeyes. Yeah. You won't find a Chinese restaurant. Or a D'Agostino's. <laughs> okay, so there are certain things. You wouldn't want to pay attention to this because... My grandmother would say, listen, and you brought a dish, and if you don't eat from it, don't you eat from it. Mm. You peddling food, you pushing the junk to everybody else, but you won't get, you won't eat it yourself. So if you're not eating that garbage, pardon? Talk to them. If you're not eating that garbage, I'm looking at them. Sorry. We got to manage all these screens everywhere. I'm looking at them. I'm checking it over there. So there's our facts over there. Peace and blessings over there at Instagram, IG World. Thank you so much for coming in. Share the link. Share the video. Um, and thank you for coming on the conversation. And yes, they're not eating the food, so why should you be eating it? Right. That should say something to you. If they don't want to eat it, if they're not eating it, then something must be wrong with it. Right. You shouldn't eat it either. Right. And then like, <clears throat> look at the stuff, and it's like, to me, like I said, the piece, the, the piece that really gives me pause is that people will try to justify this behavior. And it's like, justify yeah. like, and then they're like, okay, yeah, it tastes good. I admit, I love Popeyes. You know what I mean? Like, but I had to, uh, for me, it was making decisions around like health. Not that anything was, right. is, is happening with me now. Like, I'm always right. a, a pretty good fit of health, but I am getting older. And it's responsible health decisions is, is what's in my, my, my purview of like how I want to move my life. Right. So I had, I, I, I just made this, I had, I had to let things like Popeyes go. You know what I mean? As tasty as it was. But at, at the same time, um, and then they, regardless, it's, it's, it's tasty, but it's, it's not it's not good for you, right? Like, we, all, we, look, we look at clear, like, fast food, all that stuff, the processed food, no matter how tasty it tastes, it's not good for you, period. So, from what I, what, what I was seeing was, like, a lot of people just define the behavior, like, oh, it's just chicken, oh, it's not that deep, oh, here come the hotepery, and, like, all that type of stuff. Mm. Nah, that's garbage. Because in the day, what are you doing is defending poor decisions. And that's how, I'm, that's how I feel about it, period. Yes. Like, I, like, you know, I mean, I can try to, like, dance around, like, because I see, I see friends... Um, on my on my timeline to defend the show, I'm like, all right, well, rock out. But you know, like for me, this is how I feel about it. Is like you're defending poor decisions. You need you need a reason to make to feel okay about doing this shit. Now that's something and, I want to interject in when you get a chance. Um, yeah, that's it. You can you can interject. That's good. <laughs> rock out. So, um, I wanted to talk about um this whole. We spoke before about how we're socializing to be meat eaters. It is in our social context to be meat eaters. It is in our social context to be selfish, and it is in our social context to refuse to take responsibility. The American experience in its entire landscape is based on not taking responsibility. Right. It's based on, it's fundamentally threaded into our social living condition that at all costs avoid anything that's going to make you mildly uncomfortable. Why? Because inside of white consciousness, truth cannot really exist because majority... 90% 90% of this is an illusion. Right. 90%, if, if, tr- if too much truth and too much light comes into this white cultural-centered consciousness, that would destroy the whole space, which then you need to employ cognitive dissonance. Right. Dr. Joy DeGruy's post-traumatic slave yeah. syndrome. So being that that is a part of white consciousness, it's a part of white survival, is to ensure that there's a sense of a lack of responsibility, a refusal to deal with truth, and only to function in what feels good and to keep you as an African outside of your spiritual context because inside of your spiritual context that we look at Keys to Sword this week, we posted our um, intrinsic nobility. Mm-hmm. 
So your intrinsic nobility and what's already within you to want to do right, to want to treat people nice, to want to help, that is a part of your, your essential energy. Mm-hmm. It is not a part of the social consciousness that we live within. So dealing with responsibility is a conversation of the individual to what are you agreeing to? Because as long as you participate in this society, you're going to be participating in illusions, deception. Uh-huh. Deception is naturally threaded into our society. So no one wants to take responsibility for making poor food choices <laughs> because yeah. then that means that they have to do something different. Exactly. You know, I, um, I'm trying to think who was, I think it was Dr. Omar Johnson um, or Dr. Boyce Watkins who said that, you know, people love to go to church because for the most part, church doesn't really ask you to do anything. The majority of what happens when you go to church is theoretical. The hope is that you follow the Ten Commandments. But if you don't, you get grace because, you know, you, you know, you fall into the wayside. Now you got to come back for salvation. So, you know, it's okay. It's, it's already threaded into the system that there's going to be breakdowns. And for you to be okay with your breakdowns because you can take it to the cross and leave it at the, at the feet of the Lord. Like, like what? Right. Say what now? So you get to be responsible for your actions. You get to wake up every morning committed to doing the right thing, be, thinking right, speaking right, and doing right. Yeah. Also, the society it, right? the society reinforces um, a, 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 a mindset of, of docile action a, a, towards towards the, the, the oppressive state. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we think about like just the, the idea of just how you know our educational system and it's like and like I said, what's those detours and like what's put in, in into the neighborhoods. And what's put in the foods, mm-hmm. and what and and these ideologies that are put into our media of like what's good, what's bad, who should do it, right. and all that type of stuff. All that's been is is uh, ingrained information and constant, you know, subliminal programming that makes us, particularly us, um, but just anybody in a state of where there there is a there is there is a point of stoppage towards fighting against the, your, your your oppression, um, right. And then any any form of breaking around that means okay, we need to detour what's happening right now, and what does that look like? A well, chicken, we a, a chicken sandwich, <laughs> you know, and, 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 as an example, right? Right. Because I just say like, oh, like we we're gonna stop them with the chicken sandwich. It, it very well could be, but you know, it's those type of things that are that are coming to the space to to to, to reshape the news, reshape the attention, but where does that reshape. Come from? What is what is the what is the root cause of that? Mm-hmm. Why is that the consciousness? Why is it the consciousness that you that if you're gonna protest, protest peacefully? Right. If you're gonna make a fuss, make a nice fuss. But if, we'll if, have if, still if, have if, cops there, even if, though we told you gonna, protest peacefully. If you're gonna bark, <laughs> then make sure it's a little bark. Right. Don't bark too loud and don't be upset. Nobody. It, there's a reason for that. That because that is inside of a white consciousness. It is what is tolerated. Mm-hmm. And I, I posted today. I said, listen, the protest of today pales in its effectiveness. And, and when you when you when you juxtaposition it against protests of the past, protests of the past were very specifically for your needs only. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't about you accommodating or making yourself come uh, complicit with your oppressors' agendas. Okay, and I think that there's been so much in our social landscape, which is why we talk today about our social landscape, um, the safety and security and justice within our social landscape that has interfered. With our direction, yeah, your direction is off. Like your compass is broken. You like, um, my compass isn't working. It's not working, and you're not directing your energy and, and intention into the right places because everything about the way you function is based on you accommodating white cultural consciousness. Mm-hmm. 
So white cultural consciousness is going to designate what in black is beautiful. What parts of black is beautiful? What parts of black couples with white consciousness? Which, what, what white can tolerate? Mm-hmm. How much black can you be in white spaces? And then what is that? Black? And this is all white spaces since whiteness <laughs> right. has created a house that makes it comfortable. Right. I'm going to make my house. I'm going to build a house with the amenities that, I, that make me comfortable. Right, and you have the audacity to then want to be in my house, telling me that I need to make room for your aunties and uncles and cousins, and you need a special heater and you need a special fan and you need special accommodations for your circumstances. Who, who, why? This is my house. I stole it, which is a part of the responsibility piece and the truth piece and the illusion piece. I stole it and I killed a whole lot of people to take what belonged to them, and now it's mine. And because I got the biggest stick, it's still mine. Right. And you can't be up in my house telling me what to do. Right? Yeah. There's a lot inside that matrix. And this is why I said we said last last year when we were broadcasting, people generally do what they're told to do. You're told, and what you're told is gonna support assimilation into the white culture consciousness. Yeah. That sounds right. That's that that means okay. I'll, I'll be I'll be quote unquote safe around that. And really, you're just you're becoming complicit to being safe enough, yes. which really actually means you're not a threat to the to the overarching landscape that yes. the bubble that you're under. Yes. you know what I mean. That that's just really like what it is. So how how much are you becoming? How much are you um, limiting your quote unquote threat capacity? Even though you're trying not to be a threat, should, but be, yeah, just who you are um, and who you meaning like we're speaking to the African people, mm-hmm. our, our people, the diaspora, who you are in, intrinsically. Is a threat to the, the the white cultural like concept of the, the landscape of it, right? Is this fear of, of extinction, it is. Um, erasure? So it must be a it must be a battle of survival, yes. right? Um, and a contest that we've never signed up for. You know what I mean? We're in the space of just right. being, because oh, you have all the genes, you have all the capacity to thrive. Um, whereas here we're in a space where we need, we must survive. And main, just maintain even being next to you, right? Um, so it has to it has to be a fight. So whatever me, whatever that means, if you're not aware that this is a fight, good. That gives me the upper hand, and then that's that where deception. we're at. That deception gives me the upper hand. Whether that means blatantly destroying you or curbing your your abilities and actions to and efforts to get forward. The other hand, yeah, right, exactly. And I, for example, we were at the bank this week. And I had some conversations that I'm asking. And let's look at the social landscape. We talk about the social landscape because social means socializing, which means Mm -hmm. in relationship, which means people. People make things happen and people don't make things happen. So this is why we talk about people, but we try not to do micro. We try to stay macro so that we can focus our energy onto the bigger picture. So that we don't get too much into the small details. Because if we are taking responsibility and impacting ourselves and exercising our intrinsic nobility, nobility, we won't have to deal with micro. We'll stay in the macro, mm-hmm. right? Because the macro is where we actually, the community, really need to be so that we can really impact what's happening with the African across the diaspora, the right? But we're at the bank this week, and we're asking the bankers some questions that are very, like, elementary, right? I need to know, I need you to empower me with the right types of information. Don't give me half information and then expect me to make a decision. Because guess what? I happen to be a person who was like in, in, informed in certain space and places, and, I, and, and it's necessary for the African 
to be informed in these places. And some of us says that it's exhausting, it's tiring, it's frustrating, but guess what? The matrix is such that it's not setting you up to win. Nothing about the matrix. Any, I don't care whether they put it in a baby, cute little baby with a pamper in the Pampers commercial. Nothing in the matrix is set up for you as an African to win. Trust that every door you knock on is set up for you to fail in some degree. And even the people on the other side of that door, because these people, they're smiling and they're great and they're jovial and they have great personalities and they're amazing. But guess what? They're trying to beguile me. They're trying to sell us something that's not going to help us. They were trying to sell us something that was going to hurt us. But guess what? And I don't mean it was going to stick us at all oh, and all. And we're dying. No, 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 no. But long term, long, long term, it's not helpful to right. us. It's not helping me. It's not supporting me, my family. It's not helping me get anywhere into where I'm trying to get to. But guess what? They're happy to give it to me. And guess what? They were not Africans. They were from other, they were people of color from other corners of the world mm -hmm. who want to come into this American experience to assimilate because they really want a big piece of this pie. Mm -hmm. It's hard enough for us to get Africans on this continent to understand the gravity of what has actually occurred and how diabolical this entire matrix is. Still. To this moment. And there was a woman, um, shouts out the Jasmine Downs out there in Aurora, Colorado. Colorado, Aurora, Colorado PD, y'all suck. She read them. Big time. Pregnant woman in Target trying to use coupons gets harassed in a situation that was not... Uh, a punishment that fit the crime. There was no crime. She had done nothing, but they called the police on her and had a male officer rustle this woman, supposed to have been giving her a pat frisk and squeezing all on her stomach hard, and she's four months pregnant. And the officer tells her in that very programmed response, like the bankers, like the people that wherever you go in your world, the, the, the interaction that you're making with these corporations that are regulated by government, right? So government ultimately is the responsible party in this matter because the government is supposed to be protecting you as an African from uh, predator, predators. As a citizen, if you are a citizen, are you a citizen or are you more of a resident? Because as a citizen, you should have access to all the things that make your quality of life good that everybody else has access to. If you don't have access to those things and something is impacting your quality of life, your government is not regulating those predators because the characteristics of a corporation is so that it survives. It has more rights than a human being. So the government is supposed to support you. Are you supported? Are you a citizen or are you a resident? Right. Okay? So um, this young lady, she gives the police the riot act. He says he's afraid of her. How are you afraid of me? <laughs> I have no weapon. I'm a pregnant woman, four months pregnant. With it's five of y'all, and you all have guns. Why are you afraid of me? I'm afraid you're going to save more than most. And she out, and she said, because you guys check Soundbites International Radio on Facebook. We posted the video there. It's a live video of a standerby watching this situation occur, and this girl, she's alarmed, she's frustrated, she's traumatized, she's crying, she's nervous, shaking, and everything, and just, but she's holding herself as much as possible because the ancestors rile up in her, and this happens all over this country all the time, and police are screaming and howling about how they're afraid of black people. Why are you afraid of black people? Black people don't have guns running around here killing police. You guys have all the guns, and we have nothing. Why are you afraid? I'm afraid of y'all right now. I'm scared to be here with y'all right now because my safety is at risk right now. You you following me and 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 aggressively 
um, touching, uh, what do you call it, searching me, and I'm telling you I'm five, four months pregnant. I have nothing in my hands. This is what she's going through right now, in the middle, in front of a Target store, all about some coupons. And poor baby, she said, and you now I gotta, y'all have no idea how much it's gonna take for me to go back and, and organize my coupons, because y'all destroyed my coupons. They just put them all out of order and whatnot, so now she gotta go. Because I used to be a coupon clipper, but see, now I got apps and stuff on my phone, so I don't bother with no coupons. But, okay, but my girl is over there in Aurora, Colorado, and she got all her coupons in her little pouch. I remember that. So, shouts out to her for for for, shouts out for up. standing up to the fuckery. Yeah. Because that's what it is. And, and, they, and, they will def- and they will defend yes, they were. tooth and nail yes, they did. their fuckery. They no tried. matter how sensible the argument is towards their fuckery. They will find every which way to make sense of it rather than we sincerely apologize, madam. We, we're trying to do what we can. Mm-hmm. Whatever the blah blah, whatever shit that mm-hmm. falls out of their mouth to justify the fuckery. Tiana says there is a law that allows uh, white supremacy to kill black people um, for no reason. And this is called the Casual Killing Act. Dr. Joy DeGruy talks about this. Um, Dr. Joy DeGruy talks about this in her uh, presentation, Post Traumatic Slave Syndrome. And it's called the Casual Killing Act. The Mm. Casual Killing Act was enacted during the times of slavery. And it was enacted because what was happening with uh, white women is they were actually killing the offsprings of their husbands that they had with the slave women. Um, or the they were beating up. They the were be- There was a couple of reasons that caused this. So one was the white women and their jealousy was beating on the, Af- the African babies that were biracial babies from the rape of the slave woman. Um, and then they were also beating on the children. And then they were also beating on the slave. And if, in fact, during the process of correcting your slave, if your slave should happen to die, it's not a crime. It's not a crime. So I want you to really be clear about how this reasons, how the reasoning shows up inside of the white cultural concept. Mm-hmm. And I want you to understand that this illusion of legality, it is truly an illusion. Mm-hmm. It's not just us for us. It's justice for someone else. It's not justice mm-hmm. for you. So this is why when I'm talking to people and they consistently talk about how to utilize the system to get ahead for African people, I really want to know, what are you talking about? Because why are you giving your brother a rock that he should stumble? You already know the master's tools will never dismantle the master's house. So your conversation is not about how to not participate in the master's systems and how to galvanize a different vibration. Now, there's two things happening. There is a prospect for a future conversation, and then there's an immediate survival conversation. So for immediate survival needs to really be footmarked as to this is what the immediate survival conversation is. Period, period, dot, dot, dot. This is how to function and live and survive within the matrix. But know that you are in a situation where you are in hostile territory. Because it is my understanding that Africans and Americans should actually be seeking asylum from this country. Because with all the things that is happening with us, for, for the fact that the government refused to step in, we're going to talk about um, Arthur Rayburn, uh, who was recently convicted in Chicago of holding a warehouse filled with human organs. And he gets nine years in prison for pleading guilty for selling human organs, and he made over $13 million. The gravity of that strikes me and says, how many organs do you need to sell to make $13 million? He pleaded guilty. So let's just be clear that in this particular situation, he said, yes, I did it. 
and he was held and he was found guilty for saying yes I did it and he made 13 million dollars in the process where did these organs come from where did these organs come from we got Kendrick um Jackson Johnson oh, oh, oh the, the young boy the young man yeah, yeah the young Johnson. man Johnson 17. I believe yeah, the young boy that was wrapped up in the in the in the um the mat, the gym mat, um, under the bleachers in his school, star bat was a star basketball player, friends with everybody, wrapped up in the mat under the bleachers with all of his organs taken out and filled with newspaper. Someone says that the organ donors make accidents come to you by satellite imagery. I mean, provided that you know this is a conversation of car accidents. Because some of these things aren't actually happening even by car accident. Some of these things are straight kidnapping folks. There are like 75,000 black women were missing last year and nobody is talking about it. In America. In America. There's also a conversation now, like I said, where we're, our social landscape is drastically changing. Our social landscape, our interactions with human beings, the types of relationships and interactions that we're having as a people on this earth, particularly in America, is changing drastically. When was the last time you saw our social landscape change? Slavery. The idea of people being stolen from Africa, brought here, forced to work for free to build America and Europe and all these other sub-subs in the European landscape. Amidst torture and to abuse. Build, amidst torture, abuse, and everything else because Unfounded. Dr. Joy DeGue talks about medical apartheid, right? talks about the um, the experiments that the scientists of those times, as they evolved, were running experiments on people. But they said that we were not human. They said that we were subhuman, yet they used us to do to do experiments on us. I'll take advantage of okay? language. Um, and the language barrier and a number of different things that occurred with those scientists, and this is how the black woman is the foundation of gynecology today. The, the, the speculum was designed um, and a treatment for, um, I'm going to tell you right now, this, 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 okay. Um, I'll, I'll come, I'll come back to it. Um, fistula, fistula um, is when you're, when you get this backing up of the urine inside of the canal mm. and it causes um, you to have, um, it's like a, um, hemorrhaging within mm. the vaginal canal after or during childbirth. And white women were dying from this. So on the backs of African women, the experiments that created the scientific um, innovation happened on black women. Mind you, there was one black woman, I believe, that Dr. Joy DeGruz said endured 35 surgeries. Ooh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Um, and she had no anesthesia because you know something African, you don't need no anesthesia. You don't feel pain. Right. Okay, woman, yeah, that, that was African woman, yeah. y'all don't feel pain. So a, a, a white person with white cultural consciousness says that you as a black person, you so strong, you're strong as an ox. You can take You it. don't feel pain. You don't need to be supported or nourished or checked on or looked after. Because I have to believe this while I'm cutting you open while you're awake and 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 strapped down to a bed. I have to I have to I have to tell myself something that allows me to poison African communities. I have to tell myself something that makes it okay for all of these various systems where not only people have had a white cultural experience, people who are 
Um, uh, my sister over there, Shanti, is going in. Nefertiti, Nakanatan. Uh, 15 Dynasty. I, I say, I appreciate you coming in. Thank you for sharing tonight's sound bites. But I really want us to really drill down on whether or not we're feeling safe, secure, um, in our social landscape. And we really want to pay attention to what's happening in our social landscape because it's gotten to the point where they're even cutting across the consciousness of our children. Mm-hmm. They're cutting across our access to our kids by beguiling our children into this good time. This good time system is showing up so much with our children and even most of our adults refuse to do the work that it takes to develop self-preservation and discipline, right? Because it's, it's hard work. So inside of white cultural consciousness, don't do anything that's painful. Don't face anything that's going to make you feel un- uncomfortable. Don't right. deal with those things. And guess what? Now that we as a people, we're not facing these things and they are to our detriment. Right. Okay. So yes, this casual killing act, when these police officers today kill black people under the guise of doing their job, because they always say one thing, proper protocol was used. Mm-hmm. They always say that, just so that you know that this falls under the casual killing act. Yeah. Okay? So this says to me that these cops, this government, is not supporting the African. And that you may or may not be a citizen of this country. You may be a resident. And you may need to start seeking asylum elsewhere. Nothing. Like other people come to America for asylum because they are, they are facing persecution by their government. Mm-hmm. Police officers are government officials on the local level. And if they're not getting involved and they're not getting involved with the CDC because the experiments that they're, that they're doing on African women and they're kidnapping these children and they're taking these organs, that is happening in a systematic level. Something like that that cannot happen locally. That has to have several systems in place that are working with that. So are you needing protection from persecution by this American government? Right. Do you? Think about that. Yeah, needing protection from the supposed protection. And you think about the the, the power of, the, of what the, the, the white cultural consciousness, the white supremacist consciousness and oppressive nature is how... It's conditioned the mind and conditioned the, the mm. cognitive dissonance even in in the in the white America, whether it's the deeply racist part or the ones that don't want to believe they're racist and yet still hold uphold certain ideologies of the white supremacist structure. Have you have are being taught to believe in the justice that's taking place with cops? Look at this. Mm. Look for, like for example, look at the situation with the cop that. Was finally fired. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Dan Daniel with Pentelo? Um, yeah. The one that uh, killed uh, the no, 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 Eric, Eric Garner. No, no, um, okay. That choked out Eric Garner five years. Finally uh, got yes, fired. Yes, 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 Eric Garner. The finally Alton got Sterling fired. One didn't get fired. And yeah, I don't know if that's that. But and the fact that there's a GoFundMe out. There's a GoFundMe that's reached over a hundred thousand yes. dollars to support him for what? He was fired because he, for doing because something that was dissonance. not cognitive dissonance. Literally, has people in the space of thinking that there was a justification, even still with all evidence presented, um, protocols and what was necessary, what was not, what was shown in the space. Him being fired still seemed like a, it was wrong to him, and that we need to help him get money to get back on his feet. And no one's thinking about the family of Eric Garner and how they need to be supported. The fact that his daughter, by heartbreak, is 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 gone after fighting, and his, and his family is 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 still mourning. And as all this 
to deal with, yet he gets supported with hundred plus thousand dollars in a GoFundMe in what was it forty eight hours I believe it was forty eight hours people felt the necessary. But what does that say to you? African? What does that speak to you? Like, African, and what that, that people would rather fund your destruction than have you see humanity and peace and just be all, all and just simply even though for whatever reason we still don't have the conversation by and large around it just simply for for, for your skin simply for the color simply for just who just just breathing and living you literally get up and be and that is problematic for the the wider spectrum of the the, the oppressive system mm-hmm. that's insane and this is what we have to deal like deal with on a daily basis. So the the the, the fact that we want to talk about security and safety in our in our in, in this America, this this U.S. society, um, especially for the youth who are upholding the future, because they will be there in the Sorry, future. There is a mindset that they will be enculturated in, um, as long as this feeling of like everything's okay and petting them like it's not that bad and there's good yes. people and things like that. And there is. I'm not going to sit here and act like there's not good people. But you want to yeah. really look at the depths of the issues of destruction and self-destruction, external and internal that are taking place inside and out and out within and, and without mm-hmm. our communities. <laughs> um, that is... What's that? Um, I'm going to say, I, I, I read a quote um, and he said, um, the minister... Not Minister Farrakhan. Uh, Elijah Muhammad said, "There's behind this door is, is ten thousand snakes. Mm-hmm. It's a thousand snakes. Ten of them are good snakes. So is the door gonna stay closed, or am I gonna open the door and try to find the ten good ones?" <laughs> good luck with that. Them I'm snakes, just saying, them snakes gonna rot, like, baby. Mm, <laughs> snakes gonna rot. Right. So there, yeah. So I don't. Eh. Sister Ania says, mm-hmm. um, who could they be without us? What could they cure without us? How could they survive without us? I do not feel safe amongst amongst them. No matter how wide they smile, and I will remain defensive with the smile, ready and prepared for anything, for everything they are capable of. Okay, that was poetic in the way that Boom. you rolled out. So I appreciate you, Come sister. Through. Thank you. But, I mean, it's real. And that's a reality. And a lot of people don't want to have a 100% conversation around that. To be, like, literally to be in a space of un- discomfort and then trying to shape everyone else's mindset that you are comfortable and being further discomforted in that. You're discomfortable by the fact that you're, you're dis- discomforted by the back ends of the mind reality that this land is not safe for you and is not built with your security, your in safety, mind. your humanity in mind. But you're, But in order to stay safe or feel safe, quote-unquote, while moving in those spaces, you have to put on a smile, act like everything is okay. You have to act like you are comfortable with what is taking place in this state. And in turn, furthering your discomfort. And then this is what yes. builds up the depression and it builds up the, the, the anxiety, yes. the mental health issues yes. that exist in our community. The fact that we can't feel like we, we can't run to each other to talk because we're all in the turmoil. And no one wants to to anyone to feel yes. like you're, you're, you're telling or spilling the beans or the one person the one person in, in the group is feeling like you're disrupting the master's house, you're trying to disrupt my coin, yes. you're trying to disrupt my rewards. I don't need you talking like that. You be quiet. That happens. It's been turn since on you. Don't turn, turn on you in a second. Harriet had betrayal. Okay. Oh, but Harry Nat, had a double-barrel shotgun. Nat had betrayal. Harriet right? said, you turn around, and I'm going to let you out. The Black Panther movement had betrayal. She couldn't turn. Nobody could go back. Martin Luther King had betrayal. Like, there was so... There, there, and that no. exists, too. It's in-house. Just as much as it's external, 
It's in-house. But and but that's not yes. to I go without saying that we understand that the in-house has been severely detrimentally affected by what's been taking place externally. Yes. So with what it's so it's 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 a layered um it's a layered healing process of looking at how what's going on with within restructuring that, reprogramming that so that we can properly disseminate and fight what's going on with on the outside. Because it, it so it's a double pronged battle that we, that we are we are going through. Um and a lot of people don't re- aren't really with that conversation. Like as we were talking about earlier, like it's people want to talk a good game, but like a lot of like the idea of what revolution sounds like, mm-hmm. but not many not many are ready mentally or what have you emotionally to have that be um, a real deal way of life. Um, and that's what we're dealing with in this time. Right. So I have someone on, on, um, Ashanti is saying Masonic intuition. Um, and the, the, the facts are goosebumps. She's saying that health cures we created millions of years ago. Um, yes. And this is the thing that we also get to look at looking at our life before 12,000 years ago. Right, the African was all over the continent, all over the world, back and forth. Life didn't start for the African as slavery, but the goal for for someone else's survival and well-being is that you never understand life before those circumstances. Mm. See, slavery interrupted the life of the African. It did not add to the life of the African. Right. Um. So that disrupted what was possible. Um, so this is why when you look at and, and to, to reference the Wakanda, uh, the movie Black Panther, it was a, a country that had never been colonized, had no access. No one infiltrated their consciousness. They raised their moral standard. So all of those things, the politeness and the etiquette and the moral standing and those different things that we have within our community, little by little, They've been dismantling them. Mm. Big Mama, I'm going to tell you about our social landscape. When was the last time our social landscape has been interrupted and the way that we interact and the people that we interact with has changed and they now look different and circumstances are now different and the culture and the etiquette around these things have now changed. And what are these things? So they, they, they diminished Big Mama and guess what? Because the African wasn't paying attention and because someone else's consciousness, white-centered cultural consciousness, said that team. talking about the African Big Mama making fun of her in the jokes was funny. So they spent 15 years, though Martin helped and Eddie Murphy helped and um, Ricky Smiley helped and the Wayans brothers, they helped to diminish um the potency of the black big big mama. Right. Right? The potency. Because right. if Big Mama was still on deck, crack era wouldn't been able to, to, to consume our communities. So they took away the small things, the SWAT analysis, strengths, weakness, opportunities, and threats. They looked at our community and what was there that was helpful, they consistently moved those things away from there so that they could disarm you. Right. Remember, I look at my grandfather and he retired from two jobs. 25 years on each job. And you were able to live well back then. And whenever I asked for a dollar, they had 13 grandkids. I always got a dollar. There was always big Christmas meals. There was always gifts and and things to have and space always to be. Right? That life is gone. Now you have highly educated, degreed out the wazoo, decked to the door of your adult living. 
This is what's happening to make you more of a prisoner and more compliant. And now you're under stress because you are functioning within this bubble that's given to you to function and sustain your life. Is that helpful for you, Africans? Is that actually helpful? Because that's my parameter. I'm not, I'm not emotional with any of it. Is it helpful or harmful to the African? That's my mechanism. I don't have to like it. I could have my own preferences. So what? But does it help or does it hinder? Sister Brooks says, I think the widespread act of assimilation hurts us. The sooner we hold ourselves on a higher pedestal, the better. Absolutely. Um, that's why I was, uh, I'm, I'm saying to you guys to refer to Dr. Joy DeGruz's intrinsic nobility. Yeah. Because you've been socialized into believing that white is good, which by virtue of white being good, because there's always a, 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 a dual a dichotomy in the space when it comes to white consciousness, a winner or a loser. Right. A good or bad, a up or down, an in or out. Right. There's no win-win in There's the There's no win-win in the conversation. There's no split or 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 um, share or half and half, 50-50 on the board and matrix and metrics for the matrix with inside of white cultural consciousness. And why is it necessary to look at white cultural consciousness? Because white cultural consciousness doesn't only affect white people. Mm. Black people are also affected by white cultural consciousness. That's why there were three black men that shot Malcolm X <laughs> in front of his wife and children. Okay? This is why they're able to thwart our efforts towards freedom. This is why the church no longer supports the revolutionary struggle for the African, but the church still stands. Because these are, this is Africans functioning with white cultural consciousness consistently giving your brother a rock that he should stumble. If the mechanism that you are giving the African is not creating liberation right now, my flesh right here, right now for the African, it hinders that it doesn't work. Period. Because we've gone too long. Period. That's it. We've gone too long. We need something else. We need something else than what we've, what we've got. We've gotten it. We've exhausted these resources, quote unquote. Um, and something new has to enter the space. So what? So we get to really discern what that looks like. Something new has to enter the space, and that means a new way to be with the consciousness around our, our everyday living condition. Yes. If we're not having conversations around it, then what are we really doing other than setting ourselves up for failure in a win-lose society? Okay. Because there is no, there is, it is, it's become a them or us. Um, when everything would be in perfect harmony if it was a win-win, right? But that's just not what we're dealing with. So we have to know when it is time to really like yes. tighten up, tighten up, um, keep our eyes open, be, be, have the tools necessary, know our rights, like, like the sister uh, Brooke said, you got to know our rights, understand our rights, learn our rights, and, and also really, even before that, learn who we are, um, be with that, loving and wholeheartedly with who we are, um, who we are, not just individual, but who we are with, within our community, within our diasporic landscape. Within our relationships. Within our relationship How with each other. Because like you said, like we're dealing with like what happened to Malcolm X. Yes. Looking at looking at that um, divide and conquer mechanism that has been throughout our U.S. black American history. White culture. Because, and that's what, mm -hmm. what, that's what contributes to this quote-unquote idea of this, this, this self-hatred and this yes. destructive... Um, self-destructive ideologies that a lot of us uphold that makes yes. us them uh, makes us us against us 
not even us against them, but us against us. Right. You know what I mean? It's like it's like it's actually a, a triple threat because us against us and them. You know what I mean? And and until we understand that we we need to re- reach that pinnacle of unity, um, we have a really really long road ahead. Yes. And there's people that would rather just shy away from this conversation. Because it's, it's for the good time. It's for the good time. Rather be good. It's like how long can you be in the good time? Even uh, even clubs close, right? So like, how long you be in a good time until you get back, get 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 back on the good foot to work? But what's the good time though? I mean, you had a drink, you had a few laughs tonight. Like our our cultural experience was so much grandiose than that, you know. In terms of our landscape, I talk about time, family. Time is time, people. See, you consider I'm considering my grandmother's eighty years on this planet, but I'm thinking about twelve thousand years ago. Right? Can can you are you able? Because some of us are not even able to think about twelve thousand years ago. Some of us have never even done the civilization landscape to look mm. at what the African who the African was to this planet mm. fifty thousand years ago. Right? right? White people are the newest introductions to this Earth landscape. Africans have been here for eons. Right? We've always been here. Right? And the majority of the information that you're even getting about yourself is coming through the filters of white cultural consciousness. So you then have to also go into something else to discern this information that you're getting. You're not even learning about you from you. You're not even learning about you from you. Even our (laughs) scholars, some of our scholars have gone and done the research on site in Africa. Some of our scholars have done so. But a lot of the information that we receive and the evolution of information that we are looking at has come through the filters of white cultural consciousness. So then you still have to look at that information as, eh, you need something else, third eye. You need your other senses in order to discern that information. Well, you deep, need support you from you your ancestors it? to discern that information, right? Because we're not talking about the past eight, 9,000 years. Prior to that, there was no white people on the planet. Mm-hmm. So... Now that white people are now here, they've created a consciousness and a space that makes them comfortable. And that makes sense, right? That makes sense. Now, you being on the receiving end of these circumstances, it's your duty to keep yourself safe and your family safe and to look out for your, your, your heritage and your legacy and your next thousand years forward. Because at the rate that we're going, we're going to all be in concentration camps, family. We're moving into the space where we're not looking at independence. We're not looking at independence, family. We really got to look at independence. And right now, we want to bring up really quickly as we wrap, um, the rainforest in Brazil has been burning for 19 days now. That shit is crazy. 19 days, family. Do you know what's in the rainforest? What's in the rainforest is some of that same DNA that's in you that's over 50,000 years old. Mm-hmm. That's what's in the rainforest of Brazil. And there's a president over there who need to have his head all the way. I like you. It really bugs me. Somebody need to go in there and check his head. He needs some serious it work on. It bugs me the f out that he's even in office and still in office. That's it. Really is is like people talk about he's a, the Trump of Brazil. He's probably worse. Like my man is destroying the rainforest. He's destroying the Amazon and letting it rock. Literally said, we don't have the resources to fight this rainforest, to right to fight this fire, but we want, we don't want other nations to get involved. Back up. We don't want you meddling. This is what he's saying. 
We don't want you getting involved in what's happening to us, but we don't have the resources to help to to, 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 to fight fix it ourselves. So we're just gonna burn. And like like when you think about that, like this was so much been happening like, that's, going that's on, like this, within Brazil. This has been crazy, and it's like I'm, I'm, it it pains yes. me to, to deal like yes, you know it's on top of there's, there's racism that's that was dealing with in, in Brazil too. You know, between you know, with dark skin Brazil, there's like a lot of stuff. Like the dams have been collapsing, big businesses, big corporations have gone in and just, just tearing the place up, and that's what Amazon is. You got homes, families being destroyed, mudslides, all that's been happening. So much has been happening over the past few years, and just for, for a very long time, that's just not getting reported on our end. And there's a lot of stuff that happens. Yeah, you're not gonna internationally. Get, get too much fake news that actually, here. yeah, that actually it still affects us because it happens one place. It'll eventually trickle down to us, and usually has something to do with us. Tiana um, says the rainforest is very important to humankind. Absolutely, it is. That rainforest, and this guy's like, I want that shit to burn. Us. Deforestation. We tear this shit down because what? And what is because what? What is deforestation? <laughs> Someone that the fires are over there destroying that land to make room for developers to come in and build more junk. Mm-hmm. More junk, more towers, more buildings, when it has more no space stuff that there. we don't need. It has no space. It keeps talking there. about listen, the soil family. We can't burn. We can't even. We can't. There are places on the earth right now that you can't even plant in the soil. The soil is so damaged. That's horrible. That's horrific. That's horrible. Can can you imagine your body not functioning the way you need for it to? The moment something in your body breaks down, you run to that doctor's office. Mm -hmm. You hurry up and get down to find out what's going on with your body. This planet is an organism. And it is breaking down in so many areas. And it is going to affect the quality of life coming forward 100, 200, 300 years. You think that these Armageddon stories and these movies and all of these things, that's, it's TV. No. It's, it's a forecast. It's bits and pieces. Like, exactly. It's bits a and pieces forecast of, of what's happening. A possibility and what's happening. A lot of it is current, current affairs current being made to be storytelling. Well, for your entertainment because they pleasure. want to normalize dysfunction. Exactly. They want to normalize dysfunction. Exactly. They want you to be fascinated with cars that don't need hands to drive. Exactly. They want you to be fascinated with hovercraft because along with that is the whole entire space of people, Africans, who have been obsoleted out of jobs. Because STEM in Africa, listen, there's a 14-year-old who created uh, solar power with pieces of junk from a junkyard for his entire village. There were three-year-olds doing calculus. So, so STEM in Africa is a thing, Please. right? STEM in America is not a thing, right? And the competition, if you choose to participate in an inequitable society, is going to obsolete the African out of the equation. Everybody else is getting their hand, right? We've talked about how the Matrix consistently uses an African against an African, with an African with a white cultural consciousness. Mm -hmm. It always is the picture. Obama ensured Gaddafi went down. Mm -hmm. Put the dagger right to his back. And the most deportation. To ensure and, and created the most deportation under his watch. See, so beyond the emotion of a brown person being in the White House, built by brown people, it was worthless. It was a worthless situation. It was eight years of strategic planning and everybody's head was rocked to sleep. But Africans on the ground... We're catching hell at police precincts across this country. The casual killing act was running rampant, and Obama did not stand up and, and really advocate for Trayvon Martin like he could have. That could have been my son was a real emotionally charged statement, and it was irrelevant, and the consequences were not. 
And that's what we want to get away from. Not. Like, we, we, we don't need getting. We get caught up in a lot of the emotional responses and not the the tangibles of of the of the logistics of what can happen as a as a step by step process of of um, alleviating the situation um, and re. Revamping or revitalizing the situation and making it right, healing the healing the issue, like emotion response is cool, but like what is the tangible act? Because as after it's all said and done, we've lost a lot of these young brothers out here. We lost a lot of these young brothers, and nothing has changed. Um, no matter who the president has been, no matter who the the person in power has been, no matter who the political powers have been, no matter who the people with some form of power to change the human condition as it stands because they have changed it to what it is. Mm -hmm. Nothing's changed, right? Because they don't want it to. And as long as we sit here in a space of like, we're not good enough, we don't know what our votes don't matter, or we're not enough, or X, Y, Z, yes. and we're just one person, then yeah, nothing will change. And that's what we've been lulled to sleep in. We've lulled to sleep. We've been lulled to sleep. You know what yeah. I mean, and 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 we and we constantly put at war with each other. Like, look at like we remember when I when we were younger, like the whole idea of the how the African is painted on the other side. I know we're going a little mm -hmm. over, but it's all good. It's our show. Um, like the the fact that we were painted for so long to believe like Africa was this poor place. Um, you, you, people, everyone right. has flies on them. Africa needs the help of Sally Struthers. Africa, like, we need one cent a day. Africa in 2019 is actually good. And on the reverse side, they have these ignorant-ass visions of us because American, because the media, they, what's being pushed to them is all they have to go on. Yep. That's all they have to go on is what they, is American media is telling black telling them what black america is like twerking and, and and ignorant rap and um crazy style trending training things like that none of the brilliant stuff that actually is taking place because yes yeah, despite what we talk about what's happening there's brilliant stuff taking place on this on this 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 this, this soil well they're definitely not but not. it's just not being pushed in a way that's effective to have us even believe in ourselves that it's happening even for us well, even for us. For us. For us. We don't, we don't even see it in our media. So you can imagine what other people are seeing. And that's what they have. And that's what that's what becomes when the African across yes. borders does not have faith in the power of the African here, the black American, yes. despite all that the black American has done has to create this, this country. This entire society. The African American built this American society. Without the African American, there was nowhere for no one to vacate and come to. Mm -hmm. Give us your poor and sick and ailing and, and all of that. There was nowhere for anyone to come to if it wasn't for the American African. Mm -hmm. The American African um, built the entire society here in America and Europe and across Europe. Mm -hmm. The economies themselves are based on the African. Um, there are, there are fashion, all of style. the, there, and this is the truth that the American cultural consciousness cannot sustain. The American cultural consciousness cannot hold on to this kind of truth. And it is rejected by both the black African and the African American who is functioning under a white cultural consciousness. So you get to check in with yourself because people make things happen and people don't make things happen. What is happening in this landscape to Africans on American soil? And Africans across the diaspora are the direct results of the things and decisions that people are making. Mm -hmm. 
So you need to stop looking at the smiles mm -hmm. and look at the results. Because I don't need, don't pay me no lip service. I don't need it. It is not helpful for me. I got an issue with an African-American woman who was frisked by a white officer squeezing her, her baby in her stomach in a way that was severely inappropriate and a gross violation of her human rights. Okay? So, yeah, African, are you safe? Do you need asylum from America? Where are you going? Is there any place safe in the world at this point? Shout out to Ghana. Shout out to Ghana. They're trying, they're working on some, some stuff. They're working on some things, and, and but we, we were... need we, we need to find some type of like you said asylum, and it's okay. People are like hold on this country, you don't have to hold on to this shit. <laughs> like, and then, but then our Africans were saying we were here first, yeah, exactly. you know. But That's guess what? what? You're like, the, you're you're the third leg in the eight leg race. Sometimes you cut your losses and you keep it moving, because that's a smart thing to do. You forego the battle to win the war. That's a smart thing to do. Macro. I'm not talking about nobody who's running around here touting big books and screaming and hollering about all the accolades and where they were educated at. Sometimes you cut your losses and you keep it moving and you forego the battle for the war. Macro. Because we're looking at a thousand, two thousand years ahead. We're not looking at at this very moment. Because right now you don't have no wins to MacArthur. You can't win this fight. It's nothing you can physically do to fight this fight with these folks on their land and under their guise because the way they got this thing done is hemmed up too tight. And most of us don't even have the first beginning of what it would be to be militarized. Mm. We have no consciousness or concept of that at all. We are completely spoiled in our lack and lacks and laziness in that area. With the most resources ever. With all the resources we have in our hand because we've been lulled to relax. We're relaxed. We believe that we chill and we get in a piece of this American pie. Lies, lies, lies. And every time an African is shot, unarmed African in these streets is shot under the guise of the casual killing act, that blood is on your hands mm -hmm. because you are inactive. And people make things happen and people don't make things happen. So you and your inactivity is not making revolution occur for those Africans and that mother and that family and those children who will be without a father or a mother or what have you. Right. So we get to be an action African. Yes. So we'll leave you with that. Well, um, just something to think yeah. about. We, you know, um, this is Sound Bites International Radio. We thank everybody that was joining us on the, oh, on the comments. We got everybody Appreciate y'all. Yes, Instagram. Shout out to Instagram. Um, and we and we, we thank y'all for just joining us for this conversation because without you having it, um, it gets lost. It gets erased from history. You know what I mean? The the more we have it, the more we keep it alive. You can kill it like it was Mega ever said. You can kill a man, but you can't kill an idea. Not as long shame. as ideas keep flowing and the, and the conversations are, are had, then you that's that much closer to a revolutionary shift. So whether we see it in a lifetime or not, know that us engaging in the, in, in these talks uh, allows us to to shift the future and, and shape it the way we want it to be. So so we always thank y'all. Blessings, Brooke. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining in. You know, it definitely was a good talk as well. We appreciate your, your insights, um, your feedback, um, and for sharing the video. I see you. We appreciate that. Um, and yeah, just just keep, keep joining us. We're, you know, we're looking at having these conversations. And keep every fortifying week. yourself. Yeah, like it's it, not. It, it, it doesn't yeah. happen overnight. It's not one day. It's not a shot. Not an immunization. But you yeah. keep refreshing your mind, and you keep being the stand. Yeah. You keep being the difference that's different. Yeah. You keep walking in your power every day because the, yeah. the first thing to do, repetition and habit, are equals. 
Your repetition of your habit mm -hmm. will be your ba your daily behavior, your daily bread. What mm -hmm. are you putting it forth into the universe? You know, I'm 25 plus years of repetition and habit of accepting and being in a mm -hmm. space and place. So therefore, it doesn't show up as work for me. Right. It's not. It, it is a natural, essential being state of being for me. You have to practice. And no one is going to validate you. White cultural consciousness is not going to say, African, you're the first human being on the earth. African, you're the you're the groundwork for all that is that we see today. We we're 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 paying homage to you. You're not going to get that applause. It's not going to look like that. The fact that they're going through so many lengths to diminish you is confirmation that something about you is was good. Look at that as the confirmation that you need. Because guess what? If it wasn't nothing good about you, they wouldn't be bothered with you. Right. They wouldn't be bothered with you. It's folks that they're not bothered with, but mm -hmm. it's very specific people that they are bothered with. And there are specific actions that they take against us, specifically across the diaspora, for a very vivid reason. Mm. Okay? Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind, family. Keep that in mind. Blessings. This is a process. It's not instant. It's consistent. We got to keep it going. So. Not instant. It's consistent. Yes. Ashe. Ashe. So, one love to you, everybody. This is Sound Bites the National Radio. You know we're going to go out with some sounds, but we yeah. thank y'all. Let's go out with some sounds. Um, let's go out with some sounds on Soundbite. Um, just... And uh, yeah, we in search of beautiful. That's something we, we stay, with us, yeah. Yeah. stay with us. Stay with us, family. Soundbites International Peace Radio. Thank you for joining May us. May the ancestors bless you, keep you, and guide you. From our and heart to yours. Peace. Peace. Eight many ways I can say it. I just want my people fun. You can keep on snoozing if all you sleepers ain't hearing me. Infiltrating dreams. Subconscious is on the way. Sam Cook said a change don't come. Toast it up, it's on the way. Know my people crying, people dying in some crazy ways. Feel it ain't enough to pray when the pain's increasing every day. But I'm here to say, I can see the God in you. Namaste. It's up to us to do just what we gotta do. I'm not sure don't believe in. We fighting through the grieving. It's just the way we built. Play them cards with the hands we dealt. Not everybody is ready to Conversations of color wars and capitalism divided our nation. Revolution is love. Whole of our souls are aching. True blessings, my people and passion did in action. Only your witness. Let's stand up strong. Together is song. Let this be your song when it's hard to carry on. I can feel the love down in my cuticles. Riding down this road, I'm in search of the beautiful. 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 I can see the light. It's brighter than you know. Riding down this road, I'm in search of the beautiful. 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 You got it in. Because I know it, we all can too. We've got our different ways to show it. From Brownsville to Bankhead to H Town to Oakland. My scope for love is open, and your heart and mind's my focus. This song here is the opus. The man, all our hearts is broken. The heart speaks what can't be spoken. When high vibrations is potent, if I could travel the world to move every boy and girl, man, woman, whoever the aim is to all be better. Whether it's taps, pounds, beats, what up, oh tip or you I show my people love, no matter the trials they go through. This common ground you share, even with those that don't know you. With egos out the way, you'll see just how well they're so true. Why embrace all the ugly with all of the beauty living? Recalibrate the mind, breathe in what's divinely given. Our differences ain't a hindrance to coexistence. You see, it's what makes us all unique and makes the puzzle complete. I can feel the love down in my cuticles, riding down this road. I'm in search of the beautiful. In search of the beautiful. In search of the beautiful. In search of Beautiful. Search of the beautiful, I can see the light. It's brighter than you know. 
riding down this road, I'm in search of the beautiful. In search of the the people we can love each other better by looking for ourselves and each other. Every single human contact, every single person we see, looking for similarities and just looking for the goodness and spirit we have within ourselves and others. It creates a bond and it also creates love and an unconditional love. We actually need to recondition or reprogram ourselves to learn how to love unconditionally. We have to teach us up how to love in order to love. Communicating better as a people, we can also love each other better by being kinder to each other, being empathetic to each other. I feel that love is a verb, so you have to act on love. You have to start loving each other from a listening perspective. You also have to love each other from a place where it is understanding a person's situation and loving somebody from where they are. I think the answer lies in how we love ourselves. When we have more love available for ourselves, we have more love available for our community and for the world. I definitely think that we need to support people in general. I mean, I think um, once you, you know, hear someone out, hear their perspective and are willing to kind of compromise with them, I think um, love comes natural, love comes natural, love comes natural.